Hi guys. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, but. Welcome back, friends, to part two of episode 20 of the Joe Blow Horror Show. A horror show, right? That's what it is. Well, we're not prudes, that's for sure. Better believe that. All right. So, I don't know. You know, we, we kind of took about a week or two off since last episode. We've been busy. Uh, sh- sure. Well, I have been. I don't know about you. I've got, I've got a funny little story for you guys. You might appreciate this. So we're wrapping up last episode, and uh, Drunk Darius's computer is, is, is like a 1997 Dell, so it takes a little while for it to uh, save. Like 10 minutes or something, isn't it? Yeah, that just makes what I do that much more impressive, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Give me right. a goddamn award already. I was going to say, yeah, you're you're polishing a turd for sure. But uh, anyways, I, I he's out here in the garage, aka studio, trying to wrap up, and he's like, "I got this." You go to bed. I'm like, "Sweet." So I go in and uh, getting ready to go to bed, and I get a text that says, "Hey, there's a mouse out here. Do you want me to shoo it out?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, go for it." I guess. Now I was sitting here, and this little fucking shadow runs underneath my legs, scares the <laughs> piss out of me. Which a mouse just sitting there is cute. It's fine. It's whatever. But when it fucking jumps out of nowhere, whatever, it scares the fuck out of me. It runs in the corner. (laughs) So I didn't even think of it, but um, I uh, recently started playing some uh, hockey again after my recent hand injury. So I had my hockey bag in the garage, uh, had it open and airing a couple things out. So I didn't think anything of it. That was, what, Sunday night or something? So I had a game on Friday, and... I come in here Friday morning and I'm getting ready and I got my son with me and, um, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, he's like, what are you doing, dad? I was like, oh, I just, you know, got to grab the hockey bag, throw it in a work car for the game that night. And I noticed right away I see mouse shit in there. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. So now I'm like, great, I'm going to be late to my first appointment. So I pull everything out of my hockey bag. I'm like shaking the mouse turds off. And if you guys know anything about sports especially if you've played hockey it's it's i mean it's disgusting your shit smells horrible and i'm like ah whatever it doesn't make a difference i wasn't spoiler <laughs> alert i did not chew the mouse out i let it sit in the corner clearly <laughs> yeah so i'm like oh whatever so i yeah i'm not too concerned about it my hockey stuff smells like shit anyway so i'm just like brushing the turds out so i get everything out of the bag and then i go this thing, I don't know, man. For one mouse, the amount of turds, luckily they're all like concentrated in one corner of my bag. But the amount of turds in that fucking bag, I was like, dude, this this thing must have shit its body weight. So I'm like, all right. Well, as I'm like cleaning out 
So I have my shin pads and they're kind of like, I put them on top of each other and I go to take one shin pad out and there's a dead mouse in between my fucking shin pads. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. My son doesn't have any fucks to give when it comes to that kind of stuff. So he's like, dad, can I go throw out the ditch? And whatever. And you put those shin pads on without washing them, didn't you? Fuck yeah. I don't even know if I wiped anything out. The the thing was dead. I don't know how it died. Probably but it was suffocated. It's got trapped say, in there. Probably if you it, it was probably just smelling like straight ammonia or whatever <laughs> all that is and it like gassed himself. I'm halfway to death just sitting by that fucking bag over here. Yeah, here. shit. No, I'm looking it's funny because we're looking at it right now. But yeah, so now I've got it on top of my generator like in hopes that there's I haven't seen any anything else but i never told drunk darius that story i just took a snapchat of it and sent it to some friends and he just mentioned it a couple minutes ago yeah, it was weird how you can't call me the n-word when you're telling me that but how many what? dead God. <laughs> how many dead mice do you think are in there that you haven't found yet uh none because i just played a couple nights ago so we're good to go yeah okay so yeah that uh i don't know is is the lone ranger but he's he's dead now so but, yeah, I don't have any weird lat rash on my leg or anything from the, the dead mouse. So we must be all set. So, anyways. What's that disease, uh, the thing that cats have? That oh, where they, yeah, they go yeah. crazy. It's like, it's a brain disease. Some kind of parasite. You might have that. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I'm not really sure. All right, all right. What what else has been new with you? We were supposed to record this last weekend, and you had a had a hot date. I'm just curious if he uh, treated yeah. you as well as you deserve. I had to babysit your kids. You mean? Yeah, you might have done that too, but you also had a you bailed on me. That's right, it was. We were supposed to record last Saturday, and you texted me like 15 minutes before. So you have to tell us how the date went, good or bad. You're still alive, so it couldn't have gone that it bad. It went average. So, did you get a kill or not? We want to know. No, no. No? I'm a gentleman. A oh, man. And a scholar. Oh, Christ. We want kill stories on here. <sighs> I know. All right. Well, should we should we get this uh, wrapped up and get into part two or what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into uh, All right. Let's get into shotgun reviews. Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Choo-choo-baloo. All right. So, Mr. Drunk Darius, do you want the honors of going first? I think you should. Okay. Um, I've got a few films I'd like to chat with you guys about. So, we, I, I, I still haven't uh, canceled my subscription to, like, HBO. Like, you know, most people will get HBO for Game of Thrones and cancel it. I'm like, meh. I'll hang on to it for like another month or two. What? You have a fire stick. What are you paying for that? Well, for Game of Thrones, kind of, kind of have to. Okay. But um, no, I'll I'll get rid of it here soon. But you know, with HBO, you get uh, 
I don't know, what do you get, Stars and Cinemax or something else? You yeah. get a couple different ones. So I've recorded some questionable movies at best. So we'll just get into it. The first one um, that we'll talk about is called um, Down, but I also saw it called The Shaft. So it's 2001, rated R, 111 minutes. Um, it is not a Cinemax late night horror. I was gonna say the shaft. Yeah, I think no, I did see that. No, or it's not one with Richard Roundtree or or Sam Jackson or anything. This one is oddly reminiscent of Devil. It, it's it's without spoiling it. I mean, the movie wasn't that good to begin with, but it reminded me a lot of Devil. It takes place for the most part in a skyscraper in New York, and it's I don't know, kind of about a guess you could say a seemingly haunted elevator that kills people some pretty cool deaths in there um yeah for the most part i mean the movie was it kind of kept my attention it was just really silly as far as the premise but i mean i'll read you guys what i wrote on on um letterboxd here uh, surprisingly a good cast for what it was very silly premise but it was done well and kind of kept my attention it just didn't have the payoff at the end. So, you know, down, a.k.a. the shaft, coming in at a 3.5 for me. It's one of those where, do you want to see the ending, but the ending doesn't pay off? Yeah, because it leaves you trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this elevator, and then you see it, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Come right. on, for reals? Like, the third grader probably came up with that idea. No, on letterbox, it's out of five stars, right? So 3.5 yeah. is decent yeah i think it's like one and a half or two on there so right no no i meant i'm not giving letterbox reviews i'm giving my out of 10 oh okay yeah yeah i hate fucking five star reviews i think it's junk and worthless so i will not give only on letterbox because they force you to but for all intents purposes i'll just read you what my little review was to save some time here but down aka the shaft 3.5 out of 10 what do you got dd Okay, I'm watching this show. Most of mine are shows because there's not much going on here in the summer. But I got. I wonder if that's going to get picked up. I hope it did. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> God damn it. You fucking threw me off. Okay, I've been watching that Good Omens. Have Never heard, heard about it. Have you seen Dogma? Uh, Kevin Smith? Yeah. Ben Affleck? Yes, yeah. I have. Linus Morissette is God. Similar to that, where these two... There's a... <coughs> there's an angel, and there's a demon, and they're both banned to hell until... The second coming, or whatever. Until mm. the apocalypse. But they end up becoming best friends. Or, because they're on Earth. All right. What, what, what station is it on? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. But they become best friends on Earth, but they can't tell... Angel can't tell the other angels. The demon can't tell the other demons. So they're kind of like conspiring against their own kind. But then the apocalypse is supposed to happen, and the Antichrist is there, and they're kind of trying to work together to save the world. Real, it's pretty funny and really interesting. Check it, it sounds out. it sounds interesting. Yeah, I go a, a four point five out of five or a nine out of ten. Really? Yeah, oh, it's wow. not very scary though. But they do go through a lot of a lot of old historical things. It's pretty. Yeah. It's funny and it's interesting. 
Okay, next up for me, I have, I might as well stay on that uh, train of the TV, I guess, show, horror show. The Purge TV series, I, I just completed that recently. Season one is out. It's it's came out last year, 2018. It just was sitting on my DVR for a while. How many episodes? Oh, I think it's like 10. Not bad. You know, I I didn't like it. It was a four. Um out of ten again. Yeah. Yeah, four out of ten for me. I mean it it's it's uh it followed a couple different characters, I guess. But the biggest thing is is it makes none of the characters in there you don't like any of the characters for the most part. I mean, there's one that is uh like the if you've ever it's not a spoiler, but uh, one of the characters is this girl and her her brother, and her brother comes back uh, from the army or, or marines or whatever to kind of protect her for the night. Every single character in that you just don't really care for or care about. Yeah. Except uh, even his 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 uh, sister. Uh, I can't. It's it's been a while since I saw it, so I don't remember the names. But um, the the brother, you kind of can you know feel for him but literally everyone else you're like i don't give a fuck if you live or die and it's kind of frustrating kind of pisses you off i really wanted to like it but ultimately four out of ten uh no redeeming values outside of i don't know i mean it just wasn't very good i i really don't even have much good to say about it so, so is all 10 episodes during one night mm-hmm. Yep. it starts it starts like an hour or two before the purge has a couple flashbacks as far as that goes. But I, I read that this takes place in between the first and second or second and third. I can't remember. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's got a couple, I don't know, maybe twists or something in there. Uh, enough to keep me at least going back and watching it. But I'm kind of a completionist when it, you know, comes to both movies and video games kind of thing. I got, I, I got to be the guy that you know, unlocks all the shit and does all the side quests. Yeah. Of so it takes a lot for me to not finish a movie or a series. It's a lot to fit in 10 episodes of one night. Yeah. But it follows multiple storylines though. So that's the thing is it follows probably like five separate storylines. Yeah. But there's the one main storyline probably. Not really. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's equal between these like five or so and you, you kind of see how they come together at the end. But so I don't know. I would. It's not worth it. No, not really. It's a little below average. I will say, if you are a fan of the the series, you'll probably like it. But if you don't like the movies that much or don't care about them that much, then you're definitely not going to care much about this either. So, anyways, what what do you got next? I saw the new Dark Mirror episodes. Ooh, yeah, only three of them. Uh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. That's what I meant. Yes. Okay. Uh. I couldn't get through the first one, but I think you would really like it. But otherwise than that, they're pretty generic. Like, kind of... Yeah. Like, the older... The old seasons kind of, like, projected the way we're going in the future. And yeah. these seasons kind of like how we are now. Like, oh, don't text and drive. A couple guys in the locker room were talking about one of the episodes uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, with something one. about a video game one. Yeah, that's the one you like. I, I, I was gonna say because <laughs> you know a couple of the guys know I do this podcast and they and they were like, oh, I, I, I'm trying not to listen, but they're like, oh, I bet you'd like that video game or something. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I know it's not good. So I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, I 
Right off. Yeah, check it out. It it's still really well produced. It's it's worth is a watch. It, I think there are only like three episodes out right yeah, now. Yeah, there's only three episodes, but I give all of them an eight. They're good, pro- well produced. They're yeah. just not as like deep as the other ones. Right. Quote unquote deep. And, and are they coming out with like more than I don't know. Three? I don't know. Because the, the episode or the season before that was just like a movie. Like choose your own path. Oh, yeah. That was. So I don't know how they or some shit. Yeah. They kind of just do what they want. Yeah, whatever, I'm fine with that, so. So, anything else you want to add to that? Or? No, I'm just there entertaining. Give them an eight. Okay, next up I have Lady Psycho Killer from 2015, rated R, 82 minutes. Holy moly, folks. Literally. It's awesome. Oh, gosh. It sounds awesome. It, okay, this is what I wrote on Letterboxd. It's awesome. Yikes. I guess this is what I get with taking a shot on a late night movie on Cinemax. There is literally one good thing in this entire movie, and that's the dimey main actress. This movie looked like it was shot on like those old Motorola Razor phones. It was fucking horrible. Titty City. Um, there's a, 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 not really actually, no, Man, there's really not the any, fuck? there's really not even any kind Why of, Why on Skinamax, but, but this, this, uh, the main actress though was, was, she was really fun to look at. I'll say that she Ron Jeremy was in it, which even surprised so... me even more. Yeah. There's no titties and Ron yeah, Jeremy's in it. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, he, fuck. in the beginning, cause he, of course he's like a strip club owner, but I mean, this, this is so silly and stupid. It basically follows this lady lady psycho killer and she kills a whole bunch of people and it's you find out it's you know i'm not gonna give two fucks about the spoilers because it's not i i i gave this movie a two so stay away from this like the plague um you know or your clingy ex-girlfriend that you know gives you chlamydia the one time you hook up with her fucking bitch why won't you say anything um, oh dude anyways tmi oh that was Oh, that, did I say that out loud? Lady Psycho Killer. Anyways, say, yeah. No, I mean, it was bad. It was, she, she, Michael Madsen plays a college professor in it. Yeah, I and, know who that is. Uh-huh. It's like the only actor in there besides Ron Jeremy. And um, he says the only, it, it's, it's like Psychology 101. He's like, the only assignment you're going to have is I want a 3,000 page report and I want you to do something outside of your sexual norms. So for some reason, she takes this into killing a bunch of people. So she's a virgin, which there's no fucking way you dress like that and you're that hot and huh? she doesn't have any friends, but whatever. She but she goes and kills people. Teams. It's fucking dumb. It is so dumb. You know, the way you describe it makes me want to watch it, honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I probably, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that know. zombie stripper movie? Yes. It's like I Jenna, Jameson. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> yeah, of course I've seen that. It's got zombies in it. <laughs> No, this movie is bad. So up, I will say this movie. Oh, Ian McKellen's in it too. I almost forgot. Ian McKellen. Yes, Ian McKellen's in this Gandalf? movie. Like, how are you in this fucking? Is that movie? Gandalf? Um, maybe. I'm gonna have to cut that part he's, out if he's not Gandalf. Yeah. No. God damn it! I don't think he's Gandalf. Is he? What is he? Magneto? Yeah, I think he's both. Okay, I think he's Magneto. Yeah. I think he's both. Or no, no. Not Magneto. Uh, now, God damn it, Drunk Darius. Now you're going to make me look this up. Just look up Lady Psycho Killer and see who's in it. It's it's uh, some old character, old guy. That's been he in the is Magneto. He is? Okay, it's not Ian McKellen then. So look up Lady Psycho Killer and find out who that fucking... He is also Gandalf. 
He is Gandalf. Okay, so my bad. I got it mixed up. That is not the right one. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I'll look right here. Oh, Daniel Baldwin was in that one too. Like, man, what the hell happened to these people? What the hell is his name? Ron Jeremy's in there. Michael Mad Malcolm McDowell, that's what it was. Come on. How did I get those two McDowell? But yeah, Malcolm McDowell is like a Halloween know, son. Yeah, so anyways, I, we've spent way too much time talking about this fucking movie. Yeah, but it's the most interesting one. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. But uh, anyways, yeah, what do you got next? Okay, I got Scare Tactics. Have you seen this? It sounds familiar. It's so funny, this fucking show. Oh, the show. I think they got oh, sued yeah. a bunch, so they had to go off this, the air. I love this show. I thought you meant a movie. Fuck no, yeah, this show no. is phenomenal. When they I watched scare every one of the them. gay babysitter is the yes, funniest with the ghost fucking one. thing. It's probably fake, I remember but that. they got sued a lot, so I think that's why they had to get off. So I don't think it's fake. I think that's true. I hope yeah. so. I hope when so. He's, when he, yeah. yeah there's like the like ghost twin. girl comes yep. back. And um, it's like the house is all glass on that one and you can yes, see Yes, it's so fucking funny. I love that dude. show. So funny. I love that show. God, I'd watch the shit out of that that came back. Go watch it. There's a bunch of funny clips on YouTube. But the, I completely forgot about that. The yeah. babysitter one is the funniest one. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones on there. But yeah, that one's a good one too, so... Okay, the next one I have pains me to talk about this. I know we're not supposed to give away much when we talk about 2019 movies, but I had just recently uh, went to The Dead Don't Die, 2019, rated R, uh, 104 minutes. Uh, What I wrote down was such a disappointment. It takes a lot for me not to like a zombie movie, but this just was not for me. Painfully slow and just boring. Has a few bright spots, but sad to think of what it could have been. I'll say it probably will have the most diverse cast in a horror flick this year. So, I mean, it really does have some names in there that are awesome. You know, Rosie Perez is in it. Uh, Adam Driver, Bill Murray, Chloe Savini. Um, you didn't like Tilda it, Swinton. I didn't. And I saw the trailer and I wasn't very impressed by the trailer, but I was like, okay. It's this kind of like Shaun of the Dead. No, Shaun it's not Dead. because I fucking love Shaun of the Dead. I'm not saying it's the same caliber but like the preview kind of seemed like oh this movie is extremely meta as well yeah but i will say that i i if you look up reviews on this they're going to be on opposite ends of the spectrum i really do think you either love it or you hate it i mean it was done really well it looked awesome the cinematography was really it was good it was better than the sugartography for sure (laughs) but it, it it was just oh, for me the the comedy didn't work for me and it was so slow paced. I mean, dry. I love me, I love me a, a slow burn, but this just did not work. So I'm not going to give you my overall um, rating on it. Where did you see that at? In the theater. Okay. Yeah, you know, I tell you guys, uh, I my wife will see one horror movie with me a year for my birthday, and that was the one we went to. So. Damn, it was funny. I mean, she absolutely hated the movie. I would say halfway through, she put her jacket like over her face and read her her fucking smut reading Fifty Shades of Grey style books that she reads. What the fuck? Yep. So, The Dead Don't Die. I, I do think, I mean, I'll put it this way. Regardless, you have to watch it. I mean, it's it's... If you like horror movies, you got to watch it and decide for yourself. I mean, it's it's a... You know... 
it is what it is. You're either going to like it or you're not. I, I kind of put it in that same realm as like Mandy with that type of style. You know, it either works for you or it doesn't. So, yeah, I understand that. So, what do you got next? Uh, cop Car. I think it's from 2019. Oh, it is 2019? It's on Netflix. It's... Remember, we don't give ratings on 2019. I'm not going to. It's a... Oh, man, it's hard to explain. It's a... Oh, this is the one accident right a letterbox for. Oh, snap. You get your fucking letterbox pulled up. I've been failing lately on... A lot of my 2019s, I'm not going to lie, I've seen more 2019s in the theater than I have, like the VODs or anything. Okay, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. This is a well-acted, fun drama whose ambiguity helps the storyline rather than hurts it. There's intense dramatic scenes countered with an 11-year-old's naivety that gives the viewer a confused mix of emotions. Hmm. So basically, these two like 11-year-old runaways, and they find this cop car out in the middle of nowhere... Like, well, fuck, this is our cop car now. So they drive off. Wayne Mackey's cop car. Yeah, exactly. Whose cop car it was. It was? Well, some guy. Don't tell me. I'm just guessing. Holy fuck, I can't believe I guessed that. Okay, but it's... You don't know who's the good guy. The cop might even be the good guy. You don't know, but... Okay. He might be bearing a body. There might be a body in the trunk. But oh, Jesus Christ. these two 11-year-olds just, like, never think they're going to get in trouble. Like, I think I heard about they're this. They're like, please just don't tell my mom. Like, dude, you're about to... You might die. I don't know. It's a good movie. I heard about this, I think. It's Is, good. Isn't it, like, an indie film that yeah. came out, like, two years ago There's, like, or five people in the whole movie. So okay. So that would make sense. But it's good. I've heard about this, yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of a little slow. But you're never sure how to feel about it. Like, should I be scared? Or these kids are just kind of joking around this whole time? It's a good movie. I'll give it, right. give it an 8 out of 10. Cray cray, dog. You're not supposed to rate your fucking 2019 drunk, Darius. I give it... Well, it's not really a horror. Oh, it's not going to be on my horror. Like. So you just wasted all of our time. Well, it's about a like movie that's not horror maybe a podcast. I, it's too ambiguous. I can't explain it, but... Hey, it's, it's not going to be. If you think it's horror, then it's horror. It's so. not horror. Oh, yikes. Okay. I've been dreading talking about this next one. I finally, shame, shamed to admit, but first time watch for me, Suspiria 1977. We talked about this. We did? The last episode. No. No, but oh, wanting uh, to see Yeah, but one. wanting to see it. Yeah, so I said, you got to watch the old one first before the new one. So I did that. The original Suspiria, nineteen seventy-seven, Dario Argento, rated R, ninety-eight minutes. Um, this is what I wrote. I know this is a beloved classic. Oh, I got to click on that. I must have wrote a lot on this. I know this is a beloved classic, and I will not make any friends with this review. But what I can say is, this movie was just not for me. The color of the blood drove me nuts, and it was just too cheesy overall for me. I will admit, I haven't seen. Many Italian films uh, from this area, area era, but uh, I just couldn't get behind this one. So it just wasn't for me, man. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you guys, I gave it a six out of ten, so it's not bad. You you can tell. Here here's the problem that I have is it is difficult for me to to put myself in that position where I'm 
watching a movie from 1977 and not comparing it to a movie from now. Right. So, I mean, you know, the, the color blood, I've heard that that's, you know, kind of done purposefully as far as that goes because it looked more like red like pinkish it's paint. It's been over red. Like, no, I mean, it was, it was, it, it just didn't even look like blood. And, and it was pretty cheesy. I mean, there's, you know, the famous scene where the dog attacks uh, somebody and you can totally tell it's like a, like a dog puppet on a stick. And so, I mean, that kind of stuff got to me. The acting, um, well, first off, it's dubbed. So it really wasn't dubbed that bad. But again, you can tell it's dubbed. So that kind of detracts from me. I never as knew well. it was dubbed. What was it? Well, because it's Italian. It I was didn't originally, know that. originally shot in Italian. So I think the main character is English and she talks in English, but the rest of it's Italian and, and Italian. So is Cher the main character? No. For some reason, I thought Cher. No, was. it's not Cher. <laughs> I can't remember names. But, no, I mean, I know that this is on a lot of people's, you know, top 10, top 20 of all time. But, you know, I mean, I, I can get behind older movies, you know, for sure. Yeah. But this just, uh, I don't know, man. This one just, 6 out of 10 is all I can give it. I mean, it, it was done well. It had, I mean, I will say the scenes, like, there's like thunderstorms and rain. Like they must have shot it in actual rain because it looked really good and it sounded really good. The score is actually pretty good uh, as far as that goes. It, I think it really does help. This is one of those movies where you do notice the score and it does add to the movie. So, um, you know, I mean, I can I can appreciate that, but overall, just honestly, I just think it's overrated. To tell you I, the truth. So, oh man. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I feel like it's one of those more artistic horror movies. Yeah. Also, as horror fans, we're kind of on the edge of society. Not the edge. What's the right word I'm looking for here? Fringe? Fringe of society. So that kind of attracts a certain kind of people who want to be edgy, maybe, or like, oh, so artistic. Or right, something. yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Which is the same thing with Mandy, like, I don't think any people, anyone that just a casual horror fan probably doesn't like Mandy at all, which I like Mandy a lot, but... I, I see what you're saying, like, some people know. think it's just cool to, be you know... Edgy or... To, to, to be part of a kind of an exclusive group. It's, like, you know, I'm it's cool to drink this type of beer it's cool to have this you know ridiculous mustache and a beard when you're just a big marshmallow so no i, I see exactly what exactly what you're talking about so right right but but anyways are you gonna watch a new one? Oh fuck yeah fuck yeah cool i will say that this time last year i mean i don't even think we were this time last year i think we were just talking about doing the podcast and i had watched a lot more horror movies then this year, when we're doing the podcast, I've really, I've, I've been slacking, folks. I'm not going to lie. I've got a lot of work to do to uh, get my 2019 watches down. So, um, you know, my goal was to watch more this year, but I'm kind of behind the eight ball right now. So. Well, summer's a slow time for horror movies. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just a slow time for me to watch them. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get into, like, October and be like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, now I've got to watch, you know, 80 movies. So, but onward. Onward. Okay, next, I got to tell a little story. So, sitting with my buddy. Have you seen uh, Out Cold? 
Oh, yeah. It's ironic you say that because last week I was working out of town and uh, I was I had to stay in a hotel and it was on like one of the channels. <laughs> and I watched like half of it. It was crazy. And the same guys from Days and Confused, the main actor. Okay, yeah. I, I just remember Zach Galifianakis in it. Yeah, I know. Black I know. guy, it's hilarious. No foreign objects. But that main actor, me and my cousin were like, well, what the hell happened to that guy? And then a day later, I haven't had cable yet in my new place, so I was watching Criminal Minds on Channel 39 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And guess who pops up? Your boy. Yeah, boy. And he's playing a rapist. And he gets <laughs> murdered by one of the female detectives. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've been weird. watching a lot of Criminal Minds. You <laughs> are... God, you're like a... You, you're like a 28-year-old, you know, woman that Coolest recently dude. broke up from a fucking long-term relationship and hey. she goes home hey. and gives herself a pedicure and eats a fucking pint of Ben and Jerry's hey, ice cream and watches dude. Criminal Minds. I take a that's bath kinda, That's kind of where you're at right now. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Why well, that now? I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm disappointed. And now I'm watching some Real Housewives. Oh, I got God, some Bachelors. If you start asking me about fucking Survivor season 24, I'm going to slap you into reality. I don't fucking know. Okay, Big Brother... I'm just saying words now. Go on, onward. So is that your <laughs> that's your review? Just criminal minds. Criminal minds. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Hey, let's talk about another one I had seen um, in the theater, and that is Brightburn. Did I talk about that already? Don't say too much, dude. I can't remember. You I told you like... texted me. I don't think you talked about it. Yeah. Um. So I guess. I told you, don't watch any previews for this one. You should not give anything away if you can. Um, I don't even know if I can read. Hold on a second. Yeah, no. <laughs> the first thing I wrote in my letterbox was, if you're thinking about watching this, stop reading this and do not read anything else about this and go watch it. <laughs> so, okay. Um, all I will say is that it is a rated R kind of superhero movie kind of but i don't know it's it's hard for me to not say that this movie okay. was was awesome so it's i don't even know if i want to read the IMDb i don't want to say it. anything either no it, it's excellent go watch it it's a horror movie that was made on a shoestring budget but you can't tell it was done really well really didn't know that it's got a lot of good actors and stuff oh, not really it's got the, the one chick banks. and yeah elizabeth banks and then like the only other person apparently was in the office and i don't know that so yeah i guess you're right that i mean that oh and then it's got uh badger from <laughs> breaking bad oh yeah I yeah like that guy. yeah so hey go watch this movie it was it was really good i mean it really Besides the uh, uh, the boobs, th- this has uh, everything else that, that you really you need in a horror movie. It's one of those movies, like, I really don't... Usually yeah, I want to give right? something away. This movie, I don't want to give anything Did you watch away. it? No, but just oh. from trailers and stuff that I've heard. Well, I think it's out of the theater, so you done fucked up, A.A. Ron. I know, but I like trailers. You can go check it out. It was it was really good. I was I was thoroughly impressed. I will say this. I'm not speaking for myself. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But I guarantee this is going to be on a lot of people's top tens. So. Oh, I, me too. I bet. So I haven't even seen it yet. So go check it out. If it is in theaters near you, I would check it out. It, it really, uh, 
I'm glad I saw it in the theater. So, I mean, I guess it's not technically your, you know, ideal theater run movie, but I saw it in the theater. I'm glad I did. So, anyways, onward. Okay, I got a Highway Man, which is Bonnie and Clyde movie. Yep. With okay. uh, Kevin Costner and. Oh, his dad killed JFK. What's his name? Woody Harrelson. Yep. And they hunt down. It's not a horror movie, but they really make Bonnie and Clyde look like psychopaths. Like, she steps on some guy's head and shoots him in the face with her heel. Like, they make him look pretty dark. Yeah, and they, like, murder, like, 40 fucking people in this movie, which kind of rubs me wrong, because I think they only murdered, like, nine in real life. Right. But, I mean, it's an entertaining movie, but it's not a fact. Don't take it for a fact. So, this one does not have Woody Harrelson, right? No, Woody Harrelson is in it. Oh, he is? He is one of the detectives trying to catch Bonnie and Clyde. But he was also in Natural Born Killers, Killers, which is also kind of a Bonnie and Clyde-type movie. Which is way better than this movie. I'm gonna say way better because this movie is good, but yeah, it's more right. realistic. I think it's 2019, so I won't say anything. But it's a good movie. It's worth a watch. But would you say it's a uh, horror, fringe horror, or or not not horror? I would say thriller, fringe horror, just because how just... many people they murder. And they really make them look like crooked. I mean, if it's dark and it has that tone, I guess. And they're just killing like innocent cops and stuff. Like, oh, it's my first day in the job, type of cop. But no, it's not. It's not that horrific. Right. Well, I'll I'll watch it. And like I said, I don't let anybody tell me what's horror and what's not horror. If it fits my criteria, it's going to be on my show. So. But all right, uh, I think I have just one more. And that last one that we are going to talk about is called The Silence of the Lambs. Absolute classic right here. Oh, really? you never seen this? No, I saw it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? I've seen it, yeah. I just watched it. Have you it seen again. all three of them? I think there's more than three. Is there more? There's uh, Silence of the Lambs, the Hannibal, one. the Red Red Dragon. Red one. Red Dragon. That's it. That's it. Maybe it is. I've seen them all. But no, I, I love this movie. It's it's a very good crime drama thriller. Anthony Hopkins, he gives an outstanding performance in it. Um, I mean, this is one of the, the classics as far as your crime dramas go. I mean, if you consider, you know, movies like this and uh, what else have we talked about here? The Zodiac Killer, um, you know, even you know, Summer of 84, all that. Th- these are all in that same vein. Kind yeah, of, like so. crime, mystery, crime, mystery, horror, so. yep. Yep. serial so. killer. Yes, no, I, I love The Silence of the Lambs. I give this one an 8.5. Um, it's excellent. If you haven't seen this, you need to go and watch it ASAP. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a classic. It is liver with some liver beans. No, I think that's what he says, right? Well, that's exactly what he says. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got to get it. Is some fava beans some in a nice... Beans. <laughs> fava beans in a nice Chianti. We just said the same thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Anyways, that's all I've got for horror. Uh, okay. Shotgun I got reviews. one more. Drunk Darius is one more. Lady in Black 2. It's Lady typical haunted... 
I've never heard of that one or the first one. Typical haunted uh, orphanage movie. The first one is actually some pretty scary scenes. Lady in Black? What, what, what yeah. year is the first and second one? The first one's probably like, I don't know, 2012. It has uh, Harry Potter as the main actor in it. Uh, Robert Pattinson? Or no? Mm, no. Um, God, no, that's Twilight. Gonna fucking, it's going to take us forever. But anyways, that one's actually pretty decent. It has some scary scenes. This one's just like boring. Same old shit. Oh, ghost kids. Yeah. You know, I give it like a fucking... Three out of ten. Unless yeah. you're into that thing. But yeah. But that, that's all I got. Should we get on? Let's sit. Let's go on to. Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a minute here to refill our beers? Potty yeah. break. Yeah, I gotta pee. We'll be right back. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. And we're back. All right, we got Boss Tuna and Tupac Shakur is back. Word. <laughs> so Drunk Darius is not only blind as a bat and has to wear glasses, but his glasses are broke. And you've got, I wish, you know what you look like is you look like, um, what is it, Ruby Riveter, whatever. The, yeah, I knew the, you were going to say that. <laughs> the chick from like. Ruby the Riveter. Yeah, Ruby the Riveter. <laughs> <laughs> chick from like World War Two that had the red headband on, like flexing your muscles. Mother effing suffrage, dude. You you, you, look, you look like half Ruby the Riveter and half Tupac Shakur with this like tied bandana around your head. And then yeah, get Steve Urkel fixing those glasses there. I gotta Love do it. it. <laughs> Steve Urkel, <laughs> god damn. It. All right, hey, let's get into it. Next up, we have our second feature review. We uh, came here to shoot a pilot for a documentary series about cannibals of the 20th century. In 1932 and 1933, Ukraine suffered a terrible famine, which led many people to resort to cannibalism. We'll be interviewing famine survivors, but we're here mainly because of Boris Glaskov. So this is the house where we'll be interviewing Boris. I don't know why it's in the <laughs> in the bedroom. Ina is going to show us the ancient technique of invoking the spirits. Oh. What is that? Not rated because this is a this is an extremely indie. Yeah, this is this is as indie as it gets. But Ghoul 2015, uh, not rated. Uh, I would say PG 13 probably if they did give it a rating. 
Yeah. Um, 86 minutes. Let's just uh, give a little synopsis here before we start chatting. Three American filmmakers become the targets of the evil spirit of the most violent cannibal in recorded history. So, the one thing, obviously, you guys should know if you've, you're fans of the show and have listened before to, you know, watch the movies beforehand so we talk about them. This is one as well. Last episode we talked about uh, listening to the um, Andre Chicatello podcast or uh Last. episode of Last Podcast on the Left. So this is a found footage film and it is I I I I enjoyed the concept of this, tell you the truth. Yeah. For for one thing, I'm kind of a sucker for found footage. Found footage. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really do like those. Me too. So, you know, it's funny because didn't you say that this when we were first like yeah, you like horror movies? No way, I like horror movies. Yeah. You, you quiz me, and this is one I haven't seen. Yes. Never even heard of it. I don't even know. How did you first hear about this? Because this is not, like, just a, a movie that people know about. I would I would be willing to bet that most of our listeners have never even heard about this. Uh, it was an ex-girlfriend. We first started dating. And she hit me with the same curveball I'm hitting you with. Like, I don't she, ne- I've never seen this. I don't know really? how she saw it before. Yeah, what the... But at the time... Do you think she's available for a guest spot? <laughs> probably, <laughs> but... She kind of oh, hates man. my guts right now, but... That's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't know. Wow, I don't know where crazy. it came from. I don't know yeah. if it was on Netflix. At the, I think it was on Netflix at the time. Which there is a ghoul like movie or TV, TV series yeah. out right now, which is not the same thing. No, no, this is the actual movie. It's a found footage movie, and it's pretty cool, I guess. The one thing I'll say about this movie is that it was pretty tough to get any kind of information on it because I mean it is like so independent and low budget and. Whatever. I mean, it's it's hard. It's like no known actors. In yeah, maybe nobody. One chick kind of seems like she's from something. She kind of looks nothing like recognizable. A, the bird from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I guess maybe I don't watch that show, but there. What I liked about this movie was is you could tell that it was it was it was filmed on on site. So in you know, yes. Yep. It was, it was filmed in Ukraine. I think it was in, uh, Czechia is, is what I found as far as where the movie was filmed. And you know what? I, it was, it was done pretty good. I mean, it's a found footage movie, but it's, you know, there's those common tropes in the horror fandom or horror industry. Um, you know, like, Zombie movies are overdone, you know, uh, found footage movies are overdone, but then you have some that are done pretty well and they're enjoyable. Um, you know, I like this one overall. It was, it was pretty good. It had a cool story. It was believable. I I think part of the reason that I personally enjoy the found footage is because I can kind of put myself, myself in their, their position. Like I can envision myself as just a part of the group, just kind of hanging back in watching it. So I really liked, you know, you could tell right away that this was not filmed in like, you know, the outskirts of Georgia or something like that, trying to act like it was in fucking Czechoslovakia or whatever. And they don't, they don't bring up, uh, Andre Ticatillo. 
right you know, away. No, not they don't. Right so away, I told yeah. you to look that up when I was rewatching. It's like, why the fuck did I tell him that? And then later in the movie, yep. you find out. It's yep. like, oh, okay. But I think it, it's worth. Do you think it benefited learning about him before watching? The oh, movie? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because I was I was nervous that it was going to give certain stuff away, but no, I think that you're going to do yourself a disservice if you go in and watch this and you don't know anything about Andre Chikatilo. Right. I mean, they kind of explain him a little bit in the movie, but and they kind of they kind of they're not one hundred percent on. Yeah, or they kind of like glass no, over yeah, it. they 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 leave a lot of stuff out, but you know, hey, shout out to last podcast. They're, it's a great podcast, but they do a good job as far as as much of it as it is funny. It's pretty informative too, and they do their homework. So yeah, so this is the that Andre episode, Chickatella episode. Mm-hmm. There's one one part that I really remember is where he murders this lady. And he's full and naked, and he chases down her little daughter. Yeah. After he like bites out of her, bites her fucking neck out, and then chases down there like five. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I can't even like, explain he's like it. It's so raping. Nasty. Yeah. In real life, he was like raping and having sex with her mom, and the daughter watches as he's like eating the mom, and then yeah, he full bangs her and naked, covered in blood, chases <laughs> down this little girl. Yeah, she was like nine, I think. So, and he just had no preference. He'd murder men, women, mm-hmm. children. Yeah, he was, he was an absolute monster. When you sure. look him up online, he's like locked in this cage at court, which they show in the movie. Yeah, but I mean that has a little bit. To, that is not what this movie is about. I mean, it's kind of ties in. It ties in for sure, but that's not what this is about. No, it is not. It, it, it's that's just a part of the movie, and and honestly, you don't. The Andre Chikatilo part isn't until the last probably 20 minutes or so, I would say. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, this is a fairly short movie. Um, I guess let's let's just get into it. So, what do you think this got on uh, IMDb? Six. 4.5. Okay. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Six. 60%? Yeah. Try 25%. Wow, but I mean, again, this is not a lot of people have seen this. So if you if you are a fan of IMDb, you go on there. This only has fourteen hundred reviews, so it's pretty. It's it's not it, known. It's, it's not known for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, and and obviously, you know, we typically talk about writers, directors, actors, actresses. I'm not even going to waste your guys' time because no one's really heard of anyone in here. The the, the top build is. Jennifer Armour, and that's the main blonde one you're talking about. She's been in... She's uh, from something, like sitcoms or something, I mean. Well, I mean, she's got 31 credits, but it's it's nothing I've really heard of, like Chimerica, one episode. I mean, a lot of it is like one episode. So, I mean, she was in Homeland, but it was only one episode. Um, most of what she was in is... is you, you know, she's. I don't know that she you would recognize her in anything. She's been a voice in a couple of video games, kind of thing. But um, you know, you might be getting her mixed up with with someone else. To tell you the truth, so if, oh, she looks like the waitress from It's Always Sunny, but it's not her. But she looks like the waitress. No, it's from not it's her. Sunny. Um, you know, there's. 
a handful of uh, Ukrainian or Russian actors, actresses that you're not going to know. Uh, Jeremy Isabella, who played Ethan, he wasn't any in anything you would recognize. Uh, Paul Tracy as Ryan, you're probably not going to recognize him from um, really anything either. The, the, really, the only person, uh, the director, funny enough, the director has more acting credits than his... <laughs> and his like cast in there. What is he acted in? Uh he was in Triple X. Um he was here, I'll tell you what he was in as far as acting goes. Uh probably what you would know him most for is um uh Triple X, but he was in Alien vs. Predator, he played Stone, he was Euro Trip or in Euro Trip as Gunter. You know, but he's kind of a jack of all trades. He's produced some stuff, written some stuff as well. But his name is Peter Yakel, if I had to guess. Just throwing it out there. Yakel. Yakel. Yep. Um, there's really I can't find anything about this movie. I mean, I know we like to talk about trivia and that kind of stuff, but this. Is I know just, uh, I couldn't find anything. There. There's nothing. There's nothing. It, it's just a kind of a forgotten. You know, found footage film that was... It was right in the heat of the found footage, like... I couldn't even find anything on, like, a budget or what it did as far as, like, box office or sales. I have no idea. But I'm really curious because it was shot on site in Ukraine and it had, you know, three actors from the U.S. in it. So, I mean, they they must have had some kind of... I mean, unless it was one of those movies that they filmed in, like, fucking two weeks or something, but... I don't know, dude. I don't know. Anyways, I guess uh, I don't have anything else unless you do. No, let's get started into this. Okay, so the movie starts out talking about how after World War II, the Soviet Union pretty much starved all its people. So, uh, fuck all you communists out there. Commie bastards. Uh, like Something like 7 million people in Ukraine starved to death. And they resorted to... Eating cannibalism. Cannibalism, yes. And that's how it kind of starts out. Do you think this... I would have to say that this movie got some inspiration from something like Blair Witch as far oh, as... Oh, for sure, for with, sure. With the way that the blonde is kind of like the actress... Yes. Or not the actress, like the... Uh, Prima Donna. Uh, reporter type. and... yeah. 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 And she's breathing into the camera later on. You see her breath. And, yeah, it's definitely a lot Blair Witch in this movie. Have you ever seen uh, Chernobyl Diaries? The found footage? Yes, I have seen that. That's good. Reminded me a lot about that, too. Yeah. So. It's the new show Chernobyl is out right now. I haven't seen it yet. Yep. Yep. Okay, anyways, we cut to we get this blonde reporter on site in Ukraine. And... We get this whole kind of film crew shooting this documentary about cannibalism in the Ukraine during the Soviet era time. And they want to interview cannibal cannibalists? Cannibals? Cannibals? And they're talking about this one infamous cannibal, specifically Boris something, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of shooting on site. And so we get our Americans, is four of them. We get it's three of them. Uh, yeah, I think there's three. This is Jenny, Tate, and... Um, Ryan. 
and Ryan. So we'll get these two good-looking dudes, one good-looking gal, and they meet up with yeah, their... She's, she was average She's okay. Whatever. She's decent enough. For they you. meet up with their interpreter, Katarina. Yeah, she was fun. She's she's a dime dime. She's pretty mm-hmm. cute. Dime and dark dime. hair. She's their translator, and they have their uh, driver, driver slash like navigator guy. <laughs> What's his name? I, Yuri. I have no idea. I forgot. It's almost a feminist name or feminine name. I don't know. It's fucking Russian, so I forgot about it right away. Do your research. Yeah, Jesus Christ, you're the one that takes 50 pages of notes, and it looks like my five-year-old was on there drawing pictures of a Batmobile. I guess it doesn't really matter, because uh, this this entire movie only has, what, I would say, literally like eight people in, in the entire movie, and uh, maybe ten, and half of them <laughs> you see like for a couple minutes. So it's really, really not a lot of people. But your your main characters are your three Americans, uh, Katarina the translator, and the, the guide. I would call him. Let's call him. Let's call him Jessica. The driver. No, he's like Blair. Just call him the driver. Okay, the driver. So the driver knows this famous cannibal. So they want to go get interview with this cannibal, and he takes him to. This little small town where he's from. It does a good job as far as, like, they're getting... Okay, yeah, we're paying people. They do a good job as, like, can you trust this guy because they're paying him cash and, you know, is he going to leave them kind of thing. So in the back of your head... Because it was the first time watch for me, so I was yeah. like, God, is this a good guy, a bad guy? Can we trust him? I, I literally have had no idea what was going on with this movie. The whole time, you don't know who's good. Right. Until well, towards the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so the driver gets an interview with Boris's boss. Boris is this famous cannibal that supposedly ate his colleague. And the boss is like, no, he's a cool dude. He would never do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, then finally they go to meet Boris. Boris wants more money. Only one person go and meet him. And it's Katarina, which is the translator, can go and meet him. And finally, Boris is like, yeah, okay, here's the keys to my house. You go in there. So they go in So when they went and met him, was that not, like, the creepiest thing? And did you think something was going to happen? Well, yeah, because he said no camera. So he's kind of... Katarina's kind of, like, hiding it. So, like... They were in the middle of nowhere, first off. Like, literally in the middle of nowhere. It didn't even look like it was a building that was inhabited. And then he was behind it doing something. Yeah. So then, you know, he had to act like the camera was off. And he, I, I thought for sure, like, as, as a first time watch viewer, I was thinking, like, all right, he's going to, like, knock one of them out and, like, capture and trap them. But right. the movie did a really good job as far as you, you had no idea what was going to happen or what was going on or even what the premise was, really. And he's, like, really nice, but, like, too nice. So, yeah, like, what the weird. fuck is going on? Is yeah. he going to deck them? And he doesn't know that they have the camera on them at that point. So they snuck it in there. It's really, there's a lot of tension in this It does, point. yeah. It, that's, yeah. But he, he gives Katarina the keys to go into his house to set up cameras for the interview later on when he comes out there. But they, 
drive out to his house. Did we house. forget to introduce the uh, the witch, I guess we'd call her? Oh, yeah. So yeah. they're going through the local town, which is actually like an hour away from the house. Yeah. Which is out in the middle of the woods. And her name is Nina. I don't remember what her name was, but... And she's like, she was don't go out there, basically. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'll go with you to be safe. And then she wants extra money to go. So they just think she's just like some gypsy ripoff fucker. But they all go out there anyways. And his house is an hour away from the town. And, and, and so after they leave to meet Boris, they're driving down literally the creepiest road ever. I go to Canada and northern Minnesota all the time, like hunting in the middle of nowhere. And this road even kind of creeped me out. I was like, oh, man, like you can tell vehicles do not go down this road ever. Mm. The branches are overgrown. It's like hitting the fucking van. And well, that's what it is. Like the branches are caving into the mm-hmm. dirt road. Yeah, it's like abandoned. You can just like, does anybody even ever go out here anymore? So, so it gets too thick so that they get out and walk. Yeah, there's like branches. Uh, or, or like trees down so yeah they have to get out and walk at this point and you're like just waiting like something something's gonna happen we see uh, an interview with some psychologist from some uh, university that interviewed Boris and Boris is saying that he didn't want to do it he was like basically possessed is what he's saying like he didn't want to eat those people but he had to do it or he had to eat his colleague yeah, there's like flashbacks or whatever you'd call them at this Would you call them flashbacks at this point? Yeah, basically. It's kind of jump back and forth. Yep. But yeah, so we kind of get his... Uh, basically saying like, I'm not crazy. I just I was possessed, so I had to... Fo- I was forced to eat my friend or whatever. So like, yep. is he crazy or is he not crazy? And they never found the body of his colleague, so that he never got convicted of murder. But he's a confessed confessed cannibal yeah and the movie does a really good job as far as as kind of leaving you making you think that this guy is going to come out and fuck them up out right in the woods. is this guy the bad guy is yep. he really possessed yep the driver leaves for some reason oh no no before that they take off the tablecloth and they're playing the Ouija board. Yeah, so they get to the house first and you can tell that it's kind of disheveled and it doesn't look like anybody really has been there. So first off, there's no running water or electricity or anything out there. There's a generator for everything. So yeah, they get to the house and you know, the first thing they do is they set everything up and they're, you know, what are you going to do when you've got like three guys and a couple good looking girls and then you've got, you know, the uh, the witch, the witch and, and then the, the driver, driver and they start fucking partying. It turns into like a sweet fucking party. They're in Ukraine. They're drinking vodka. Right. Yeah. They're just drinking straight vodka. So you know shit's gonna get weird. So they're drinking and then they pull off the tablecloth and there's a a Pen- pentagram, pentagram yeah. with a Ouija board carved inside of it on the table, which is apparently where this Boris guy revoked. Invoked, invoked the demon but you don't know anything really at this point no but they they kind of know that but they don't believe that's real so they no. think it's fun so they start playing the Ouija board nothing really happens and then they pass out 
wake up the next morning and it's... Well, I think, so the first night, there's some hardcore flirting going on between, is it Ryan? Ryan and Katarina. Uh, yeah. So Ryan and Katarina. Katarina. So uh, the other guy, was it Tate or whatever you said his name was? You find out that they're they're dating Tate and then um, Tate and Jenny or Jenny yeah Tate and, and Jenny then Ryan and Katarina yeah they're they're Katarina. flirting and yeah so it's the translator and the third dude yep and you find out that they end up hooking up that night and so everybody gets a little uh, piece of something something we don't see that though but we not, get, not the first night we get the next morning and Tate is the producer or the main guy i don't know tate is one of the dudes and he's holding the camera and he finds ryan and katarina sleeping together he's like dude good job whatever Mm -hmm. and then he goes and he finds nina the witch sitting at the table and she says valerie She's Valerie. Yeah, she's always sat at this table creepily. Oh, like, Valerie. That's the driver's name. Yes, the yeah. driver's name. Valerie. It's like Valerie's dead. He's murdered because he tried to leave or something like that. And they just think he's gone at this point. Right. They don't think he's actually dead. They think this chick is crazy. Okay, but this is where a couple of the rules are set in of the horror movie. Yeah, and, and, and you kind of, like, found a couple things, too, the previous night where you could tell, like, she was she was freaking out. When they first got there, if I'm not mistaken, she was, like, saying, we need to go. She right? wanted to This leave. is a bad idea. Yes. Yep, so so you could tell, like, her, she, she figured out something and knew something wasn't right, but. And she's, like, no, no one was taking her serious. So Valerie is gone, the driver. And then this is where she kind of lays out a couple of the rules. She says they have to revoke the spirit. Revoke or invoke? Invoke. Invoke. I don't know. Come on, Tupac. Or no one can leave until they invoke the spirit. They cannot flip over the cup for some reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so they're using the cup as like a, um, I don't know, like the... I've never done the Ouija stuff. But they call like it a little piece that you put all your hands on ah, and what it the moves fuck back and do they forth. Call it. God damn I, it! It's I'm not gonna be able to help you out on this. But yeah, the cup is kind of the the piece that they put their hands on and whatever. But yeah, so they don't. They're they're saying not to to flip the cup or whatever. So, but anyways, what do you got? I was looking for that part, the placard, something like that. Placard. <laughs> placard. It's the shoe from the Monopoly game. Picard. Okay. Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, so Nina, which is our witch, she knows about about Tate's older brother. Yeah, so she knows a lot of things, uh, personal things about the characters, I guess. So the, the movie does a good job as far as letting you know that she's not just like a, you know, a late night 1-800 or 1-900 number psychic kind of thing. So she, she knows a few things. She's, she's pretty good. She knows some personal She knows personal things, yeah, things about each of uh, the characters. So, yeah, she knows something about Ryan's brother. And she knows something about, you'll find out later on, about Jenny. and Right. Right. So they think she's crazy, basically. Even yeah, Katarina, who's the translator, who 
kind of bought into her shit. Now she's like, no, let's get the fuck out of here. So they try to run away. Katarina says she calls her friend from a nearby, nearby town. Yeah, so be- at this point, yeah. So we find out Valerie is gone, and they're like, all right, how do we get out of here? And, yeah, she her friend is, uh, what, a taxi driver or something? Yeah, from he's like from like five hours away or yeah. something like that. And it was probably long enough, probably like 12 hours away. No, I don't think it was that far. Well, I think it was he would be there the next day. Well, he, he couldn't leave until the next day or the next morning or or something like that. Yeah, he did he did some kind of I don't know, like I don't know, Ukrainian lift or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So anyways, they're they're kind of freaking out trying to figure out what their plans are, where they're gonna go. Yeah, and they uh, go to where Valerie's van was and there's just tire tracks. So they think he really left. They believe he left, like there's nothing supernatural going on. This dude just bailed on them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think, too. I think that night, didn't he say something that they should leave? or? Well, or was... that comes up in a second. Okay. Uh, they find a strangled cat. This cat keeps popping around. It's strangled. It's alive. It doesn't matter. Uh, so they kind of interrogate the witch, Nina. She tells them the spirits can hurt you. Uh, she knows about Jenny's secret, which is that she's infertile because she had an abortion. Yes. And Jenny, Jenny's like basically like the non-believer of a whole group. Yep. So she's like, I don't believe you. You're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. And then the witch is like, well, I know you can't. You're, I know you're infertile because you had an abortion. And then Jenny's like, Oh, whatever. She's never told so, anybody. So she thing. goes back with Ryan or Tate. What I one? can't fucking remember. One of the up. one of the guys that isn't her boyfriend. She's like, don't tell anybody. Just the guy delete that's that. Boyfriend. Yeah. So she's like, just delete that. I'm like, oh yeah, she's crazy. The next scene we see acting like the witch is crazy. Really, the witch was right on. Mm-hmm. So we know that's gonna come up later. Then we get like a. Oh, I think it's Tate is the director and he's watching old videotapes and someone took the video up into the attic. Oh, yeah. Where they see like boots and like a whole. Yeah, I mean, it like, looked like suit. black leather Hitler boots. It reminded me of uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, it's just big ass fucking no, boots. They, they look like, like Hitler boots. Uh, like officer booze to me, I guess. Right, right. Anyways, they're watching this video. Someone is controlling it, not any of their group. And it goes to like this little lockbox where there's like a, a toolbox inside this lockbox. And inside the toolbox is. I don't remember. No, you don't see what's inside the toolbox, but you see it's there. So Tate or whoever takes it up, takes the camera up there by himself. Yeah, they're, they so they're they're explore. trying to watch the videos to f- piece together what happened the previous night because they're drinking fucking straight vodka. Like what the fuck? I don't remember any of this. Yep. One of the guys goes up there with the camera to check out this box, opens it up where the toolbox was. Is a cat now? Yeah, yeah a little jump scare action, which it's. 
it's pretty cool. Like, if you've seen a found footage where they got the flashlight on the camera mm-hmm. and just like swinging back to back and forth, so then all of a sudden there's something there. Yeah, it was it, it was pretty good. They did it pretty effectively, but it it has been done. Right, but I would say it was effective, so I had no problems with it. Same cat you keep talking about. He's he he might have he might as well have been one of the top build characters in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they tried to figure out where Valerie went, and they watched a tape from the night before, and they see him fighting with uh, Nina, Hina, I don't know the witch. Yep. Katarina translates it, and he's basically like. She's like, oh, you just want money. And he's like, bitch, leave. Kind of. He's like, I'm going to go get Boris. So they kind of get in a fight, but it doesn't really criminate anyone. Incriminate? Incriminate. God. Fucking dislike. College, college educated Mr. Tupac Shakua. But everyone's like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I, they were all there for it, but they don't remember any of it. Some of them start to believe, like, there's actually a... Say something. Say something. Okay, so they are watching the video from the night before. They they got all kinds of fucked up, like, hey, man, Hawkeye Vodka's on sale for 99 cents for a handle, so... And they don't, they yeah. take their <laughs> vodka drinking seriously. Fuck there. yeah. They can't handle the Hawkeye vodka, but I'm no, sure they no. got some Ukrainian shit out there. The good stuff. Which yeah. they talk about how Ukraine is different from Russia. Yeah. In the movie. It's like, do that dance from uh, Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Are you are you referencing like old school Adam Sandler and it's and, not uh, old school, but you know like the dance where they're like kicking the legs out with Rob Schneider. Uh, kind of, not really. But anyways, they re- they go back to the video like we don't remember any of this, and they see Valerie, which is the driver, which is a man. It's a man's name, and Nina the witch arguing, and Katarina translate. It and she's like, You don't know what you're doing, this is dangerous. And he's like, Fuck you, I'm leaving, I'm going to get Boris the cannibal. And the whole time, she's telling them that nobody can leave, you know, he's not going to let them leave. If you leave, blah blah blah, bad things are going to happen. But yeah, so Valerie is intent on leaving, right? So no one takes her seriously, like, Oh, he's not dead, whatever. Even after they watched this video, like, he's not dead. He just went off to try to find Boris. They don't believe that Nina, this witch, is legit. She's just crazy. So they decide to go back to the Ouija board. Yeah, the next day, because they have to stay there overnight again. And the glass, it's like a, a glass cup. When I say glass, that's upside down. And it starts moving by itself. Or no, they watch that on the tape. That no one's touching it. Yeah. That it is moving by itself. So like you ever play Ouija with someone, you always think someone else is moving it. 
but in this tape they can see that no one else is touching it so it's moving by itself it's pretty creepy especially when they're you know watching the video the the next day it's you know they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened that previous night we, we, we know at this point something not good happened to Valerie. Well, we don't know for sure. You don't know for sure, but you I mean, as like, a viewer, yeah. you know for sure. But as the characters in the movie, they don't really... No. They don't really believe it. They think he's just ringing off. So they go back to the Ouija board thing, and the witch is leading it. She uh, they, they have to invoke the spirit, because they need to ask the spirit how to fuck do they get out of there because no one can leave and they're doing it the witch is leading it and then all of a sudden the lights go out and they're just like oh it's just the generator yeah but then they get the flashlights on uh then the witch is like possessed basically she says you need to dig here in this barn like five meters out or something and, and yeah, part of it too is 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 there's a lot of like Russian language going on throughout this movie. So you've got like an interpreter, uh, Katarina, trying to explain everything as far as as what's going on. So yeah, it's translated. So the two guys go out, which is Tate and um, Ryan. But they're going out to check the generator first, right? Yeah, they go yeah. out to restart the generator. Where it's this it's whole just like just flipped off. It's just like the the breakers have been switched, right? Yeah, yeah. So the lights go out. But the whole movie, I love the movie, is like a handheld video recorder with a mm-hmm. flashlight on it, which makes it kind of creepy because it goes side to side and you see stuff and yep. you don't see stuff. But they go out to restart the generator. And this is the part of the movie where it's kind of tough to explain what's going on because, I mean,. Let's just face it, it's kind of repetitive, I guess. Even a little bit before this, it's the same kind of stuff. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, they party the night before, they wake up, someone's gone. Hey, what's going on? We don't have a ride out here. Well, let's call someone. Hey, guess what? Typical horror movie trope. He's not going to be here until the morning. So, you know, random shit happens. All you're doing is just following these characters around, you know, uh, let's go to the generator. Let's check the generator. Hey, let's dig over here. So they start digging in the hole, and what do they find? They find the toolbox that, that was they found in the, the video that yep. was gone. And then inside the toolbox, they find two videos. Well, first they find the generator was unplugged, so they think Boris and or uh, Valerie is fucking with them. But then they go out and dig the hole in the barn, and then they find the toolbox, and then they find two tapes. The first tape is just whispering, like, I don't know, like, someone's speaking Ukrainian. You don't really know what it says. The second one, we see Boris with his colleague, who he apparently murdered and ate. The colleague is the one filming. He's like, you have to do it, Boris. You have to do it. Otherwise, he won't let us leave. And then Boris like, freaking out. And finally, Boris like, Fine. And then we see Boris kind of like attacks him and we expect that he murders him and eats him. Right? Yeah. Like he doesn't show him eating him. The camera is like 
at a weird angle, so you can't really see. Well, we just see Boris at first, and no. the guy behind the camera is his colleague that he supposedly murdered eight, but they never found his body. No. So this is where we get our third rule is that you have to do what the spirit says to get away. And that's how Boris got away. Mm-hmm. We find out because he listened to the spirit, which we don't know who the spirit is yet, but we know already. Well, not well, you don't know who it is, though. Well, we don't. Oh, no, we don't. But no. We do. Yeah. You, you know, but you don't know. If you don't know, then you know. We keep hearing like a cat sound or something. Something like that. We hear this again. The lights go out again. This was the really creepy part here where the one dude's like, oh, let's just go out there and go check it out. And he's like fucking running out in the middle of the night. Fucking willy nilly. Doesn't give two fucks what's going on. That was kind of creepy. Like at first you're thinking like, oh fuck, it's going to go down. So you think he's like a little possessed by now? Or like- uh, or just dumb. Just like, a, you know, an expendable character is kind of thing. I thought for sure. I was like, he's going to be our first one that we see killed. I think he was like a little bit changing. Like, Yeah, it's kind of up for interpretation, I guess, as far as. Like why? Like he was like obviously making a stupid move. And I was like, no. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. For no reason. So, like, I feel like he's... You felt like he was kind of getting... A little possessed or, like, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. Oh, we hear another sound when they go out there to check the generator. It's just like a cat sound. So they keep hearing it. They go out to fix the generator, find it's unplugged. Like, someone plugged it. And then they hear screaming from inside because the gir- they left the girls alone inside. So they run back in. Ooh, they have, like, a gas lamp. Like a... What do you call it? Not a lamp. A lantern? A lantern. They have yeah. a gas lantern. They drop it. sets a fire. Yeah. Whatever. That doesn't matter. They run back inside. The- oh, they're spraying. They run back inside to <laughs> save the girls. Sorry, folks. The uh, They're spraying the county roads out here for mosquitoes. And you're going to hear that again in about 48 seconds. <laughs> so, But anyways, let's, let's onward before that next one comes through. Okay, so they run back inside to find the girls. And the girls are screaming and they find this mutilated cat on the bed like, I'm like on a futon or couch. Yeah, it's or like exploded, yeah. basically. Yeah. And they just Split. saw this cat. So, like, they can't figure out how the hell this cat just scared them. And it's all of a sudden separated on this bed. Yep. There's, like, whatever. They can't figure it out. So, it's starting to ramp up right here. So, I will say that this movie is kind of a slow burn um, where you're... It's, it's building and building up to, like, what the fuck is this whole movie about? And finally, at this point, you're like, okay, we're, are we are we a ghost story? Are we possession? Are we paranormal? Are we the demons, uh, an invasion, a um, home invasion? Poltergeist. Kind of thing. And now it's all coming to a head. Right. So then they all kind of go to bed after this. And the next day they wake up and we have Jenny... Which is the blonde chick and Katarina, yep. which is the translator. Yeah. 
So you know shit went down. You're about to find out. And they both have these deep scratches like on their uh, thighs. Lower abdomen. Yeah, like their hips or whatever. And they both remember having sex. Well, they don't remember. No, those two do. The girls do, but the guys are like, well, I never had sex with you. I f- oh, yeah. No, wait. I think it's just Katarina remembers, but that guy doesn't. But I don't think the other, I don't think Jennifer and, and Tate or whatever. No, I think both girls oh, remember. Both girls like, like, yeah, okay. you fucked me. It was hardcore sex and you scratched yeah. me. And okay. like, what the fuck? But I don't know. I feel like one of the guys fucked both of them. No. No, so the same guys were the same girls, but the video is weird because they go to watch the video as far as what's going on, and you see that Katarina and was it Tate? Tate beat the fucking wheels off her. They're going hardcore. Yeah. And then they watched the video of Jennifer, and she was like on top. Like I didn't even. I was trying to figure out if she was riding him or if she was just by herself because you couldn't see anything. So she was like just grinding back and forth. You didn't know what the fuck was was kind of going on because they're watching. All right, the sprayer is going by again. All right, we're back. Sorry for that. Had the garage door open and the uh, the fogger came by and fucked everything up. So, anyways, onward. Where are we at? So they wake up the next morning and they watch the videotapes because they put cameras in the whole house, so they see that. Oh, they're having sex, but no one remembers it, really. And the guys are like, I don't remember fucking you. So, like, and both the girls have deep gashes in their ab, abdomens, <laughs> in their stomachs. Both girls have gashes? In their stomachs. It's kind of in their hips. Oh, my God. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so they're watching the videos. You watch, so Katarina and I think it's Ryan. So Ryan just beats the fucking wheels off her. And then you have Jennifer and what is it, Tate? And she is like on top of him just going hardcore and like screaming and stuff. But I had a hard time figuring out like if he was underneath her or if she was just like riding the bat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't know what was going on. Anyways, both girls have these huge cuts. In their stomachs. Gashes. Okay. And they it, it both really hurts for them. And only two of the four people that had sex remember it. Okay, so uh, the witch tells them they need to find out who's in this picture. She hands them this random picture that she found in the house. Lots oh, of Ryan and Jenny find Valerie's bloody car, like, parked in the woods with, like, a... Yeah, so is this, is this the point where they try making a run for it? Yeah. Yeah. And they find his bloody-ass car, like, oh, he didn't actually run away. Like, he died, and his body's gone for some reason. Yeah, it was like he ran into a tree or something like that. Yeah, it was like a branch sticking through the windshield. What? Okay, so they're all trying to walk away because they don't believe the witch, and the scratches on the women start to ache real bad. Like, oh, I can't go any farther. The farther we walk, the more it hurts. So, uh, Ryan, I believe, runs off to go get help. And then not long after, he runs back, and he's all bloody and shit. Like, the farther you run away, the more you get hurt. Like, you can't get away from this circle. 
And this is where they find out about Andre Chikatilo. They look up who he is. And, and a lot of it has to do with his brother, too. So there's that whole story about his, his brother that, I guess, Would was... Would you look this up? Is this real? I didn't look it up, no. Honestly, nor do I care, because I guess it's, it, it's just part of the the movie as far as um you know carrying the movie along giving it some kind of plot points so okay so but yeah everything ramps up here i mean the movie is at like a three and then boom we're at full throttle 10 at this point here with everything just coming at you right so andre chikatilo is a known cannibal serial killer from the real life former soviet union and i don't I don't know if this is real, but apparently the town that they're in is where he witnessed his younger brother being murdered. And so that's why they're being haunted in this town, because his younger brother's bones are buried on this property. Somewhere out here, yeah. And he wants them to bring it back to the house or something. Like, this is childhood, childhood house. So that's why all these cannibals are known for being at this property because after he died, he kind of possessed them and made them eat other people like Boris, the first cannibal that we found out about. No, his younger brother was murdered by a bunch of bullies or something. And when he was just a kid, did they say how old he was? But he was he, like he was 12 young. or something. But he, At least, or, or younger than that, I think. But he had, like, a stab wound right in his stomach, right where the women had their open sores. Oh, okay, I missed that part then. So that's why, I was curious why they had the sores or scratches or whatever there. Yeah, so okay. Andre Chikatilo's ghost is basically punishing everybody else. The witch comes back and tells him that the house is the center of a pentagram, which I don't know if you know a pentagram is... It's a five-point star with, like, a circle around it. Classic, like, Satanist... Ah, fucking... What's the word? Worshippers? I don't know. A Satanist... Satanic cult? No. Symbol. Satanic symbol. Satanist. Jesus Christ. Tupac. So they go back to the Ouija board. And they know it's Andre Chikatilo now. And they ask if... They ask him if they can leave, and he says no. Then the witch orders him to leave, and the camera falls over because it's a found footage movie. Um, Then the lights come back on, and the witch is gone. And they find her sitting on the bed in the other room. And And she's comatose at this point. Kind of. She's like kind of like looking down, but like not reacting to anyone talking to her. And then she attacks Katarina, the the sirens, uh, the translator. You're going to have to spend a lot of time cutting all this stuff out. (laughs) It's so broken up. I need you to help me out, bro. I told you, this was a hard movie to follow, and we saw it a long time ago. Okay, so the witch says, I never should have had an abortion. She's looking at Jenny. So we know Jenny had an abortion and she's infertile. Jenny realized that she's talking about her, but no one else knows that she's talking about her. And then Ina, Ina 
the witch who is possessed right now is goes from crying to laughing. And then she yells at everybody. She's like, dig five meters from this spot in the yard. So, like, I'll fuck this. Jenny's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But then they agree to go dig this five meters from this tree. It's from, yeah, it's from a tree that's got, like, a... Was it a cross or something that was on it? Some crucifix or yeah. something like that. Okay, so they go to dig there. They hear boards break. They break through the boards. There's uh, like a tunnel or something. Tate falls in, breaks his leg. They find the bones of Chikatilo's younger brother, who was buried there. Were they were they in a box or something? If I remember right, something or, yeah. like that, like a wooden box. Yep. They think they have to get these bones and return them back to the house for Ticketel to let them go. Which, I don't know if any of this is true. I didn't look it up. Like, I don't no, know if I his brother either. was actually murdered. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I have no idea that... At the very least, they didn't talk about it in the last podcast when they covered that. They didn't say anything about his brother. I don't as far think, as I remember, so... I don't think that's a real thing. But anyways, Ryan... One of the guys is like, hey, fuck that. Fuck this all-powerful demon that can control us. Let's try to fuck him over. Like, what the fuck? Why Why would you make that decision? And what was his plan? He just wanted to, like, hold the bones, like, as hostage. Even though, obviously, this demon... Ghost, whatever, Chikatila had yeah. control over all of them. And especially with what you've seen so far in the movie, too, it's not... Yeah, and he can possess anybody that yeah. he wants. And make you do... Yeah, possess, make you do certain things and whatever. So it wasn't... Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a typical... You know, it, it was a typical thing to do in a horror movie, so... Yeah, so Jenny gets possessed. Which we don't... It doesn't say she gets possessed, but she's like freaks out and pushes him into this hole, and he breaks his leg, and she stomp, runs off. So like we know she's possessed. Yeah, it's just getting weird. I just didn't like that part. Tate runs off to go catch Jenny, and Katarina like jumps in the hole to save Ryan. It's like an underground. Uh, I don't know, almost looked like an underground mine shaft. It's basically what it is. It's like a, not caves, underground tunnels. Yeah. But it's, it's at the very least, it's one of the creepiest part of the movies here is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it really gets creepy. It's kind of slow. It is. Up until this point. It really is. But it kind of makes up for it at this point. Jenny go, or, uh. Tate goes out to find Jenny. She's next to a tree. And this whole time we're seeing it through like a handheld camcorder. So it's very Blair Witch Project-esque. So like we, a flashlight scanning through the trees in a forest. He finds her. She's freaking out. She doesn't remember anything. She doesn't remember pushing Ryan into the hole. They go back and the hole is covered. And it's, like, just ground. Like, there was nothing. Like, there was never a hole there. But yeah, they find kind of creepy. They find a camcorder, and they see that Katarina jumped in the hole to try to help Ryan. Ryan. 
and then it got caved in on them. So they don't know what happened to them. So they take off running, go back to the haunted cabin in the woods. They start finding shit in there. Okay, so they go back to the Ouija board to ask Andre Ticatillo if how they can find their friends, basically. And Andre, the demon or ghost of Andre Ticatillo, wants him to eat the witch who is in the other room coming to us right now. And they're they're both just like, fuck that, we're not going to eat her. And then they hear from the other room, the witch is screaming, who she's been like comatose. So they walk in there, Tate's like, fuck that, I'm not going to eat you. So then Ina, the witch, is like, you'll have to eat me, boy. But she is possessed by Andre Chikatilo at this point. And then she sticks her tongue out. Licks her lips. Ooh. And like... Chomp, chomp. Like it's creepy as fuck. And then she just bites her fucking tongue off. And this is the coolest scene of the whole movie. Not coolest, but like... Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy as fuck. So then Jenny and Tate just like, fuck this. We're going to try to run again, even though we tried to run like three times already. So they try running through the woods to get out of there. And then Tate gets grabbed and gets sucked underneath the leaves or something like that. So Jenny's just like, ah, like, yeah, swiping around the whole forest with her camera and her flashlight. So we we keep kind of expecting to see something out of the shadows, but we don't in her. She's breathing. It must be cold out. So she's breathing that. We can see her breath. So I kept expecting a like a face to show up in the breath. I didn't even think of that, no. But we didn't see that. So eventually she sets the camera down, I think. And she sets it down upside down so we can see behind her. And then we see two boots. Yeah, the boots from the... Uh, from the attic. From the attic, yeah. Your, your, I don't know, I guess I can only call them as like Hitler, like... Officer boots. I'm remember like fishing boots, like uh, from Go I know what you did last summer. No. And then jump scare, and the, that did that did get me. That got me. Yeah. Well, we missed a little bit too of the uh, in the tunnels. I mean, we missed a little bit of Katarina and Ryan when they're trying to get out and getting trapped and running through that shit. We didn't really talk about that, but yeah, clearly under Chicatello, they're they're in the tunnels. There are a lot of bones down there, so you know clearly that's where everybody goes or their bodies go. But yeah, they drop down in the tunnels and they're trying to run around and get out of there. And yeah, he's that that's kind of his home, I guess. He puts you down there and eats you. But yeah, I mean, there is one part where you know they they see him hunched over and he's not on someone, so. Yeah, but it's not even, it's, he's possessing Boris. Yeah, that was, that was that Boris and that was there? Yeah, it's okay. Boris. Okay, yeah, so it, it's, you know, I apologize because I know we are a little all over the place here with the last half of this movie trying to kind of talk about it and fill you guys in, but this was a tough one to talk about because I mean the first part was pretty self-explanatory then when they get to that cabin it's a lot of the same stuff I mean they they party 
excuse me, they party, they drink, they fuck, they wake up, they look at tapes, and they do the same thing over again. They're running in and out of the house, going to check on the generator, digging shit up. It's difficult to kind of explain, but that doesn't really mean anything as far as, uh, I guess I wouldn't say it's repetitive in in a bad way, but I mean, what, what are your what are your overall thoughts on this? What what are your final final thoughts on this movie? Well, I love found footage movies, but it's hard to explain through words because a, a lot of the quote unquote magic is through the camera work, and it's hard to explain that. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is is like design and trying to act like I said earlier, like you're you know part of the group you're there with them so you're experiencing what they're going through and it, it, it's not like there's dialogue back and forth or it's like a linear kind of plot line you know these these come off a little bit different and are a little bit more difficult to explain but um overall i guess my thoughts on this um you know, as far as the found footage genre goes, I think this one was slightly above average. I mean, it was it was interesting. It I like the unique take on the Andre Chikatilo story. So they blended a little bit of real life horror with, you know, what could assume as far as something that could happen for real. You get these aspiring film students that spend their life savings going over to Europe. Uh, head to Ukraine and they're trying to make a documentary that's going to give them that edge, put them, put them into the, into the market and make them some money and shit goes wrong. And it does a really good job as far as throwing some swerves your way. You're thinking that uh, at first that Valerie was a bad guy and he's wanting more money. And then you got the witch that's thrown in and you're curious as far as what the motive of the witch is. And, and then, yep. And then Boris, like kind of what his role is. You know, this is one of those movies where there's only 10 characters in the entire movie. So you know that they're going to have a somewhat significant role. You know, it's not like they're going to introduce you to somebody that is just going to be a bum and you're never going to see him again. So a um, couple of good jump scares. It's it's pretty effective. Like Drunk Darius was saying is, is you got this handheld camera. And you're following uh, the light beam and, and you know, there, there's a couple things that are expected and a couple that aren't expected. But um, that's, that's kind of my take on it. Anything to add before we get into ratings? Yeah, we can end the movie. Uh, so it's basically just camera work where Jenny is running through these caves or these underground tunnels and she finds Katarina and... Katarina is holding her stomach that's bleeding through her shirt. And then all of a sudden, turn over this Boris with bloody ass teeth. And like, Jenny drops her camera, and the camera is just on the ground. And we can see Boris just eating Jenny basically while Jenny screams to death. And then Boris comes back and he's whispering into Katarina's ear. I don't know what he's saying, but. No, yeah, I didn't catch that either. It's mostly back to. The camera work at that point, not about the plot line or anything. I think he impregnated Katarina. Is that, that what your take was? Yeah, because he had sex with both of the girls and Jenny was infertile. Yeah. 
But it, that, that doesn't matter so much to the whole movie. Like, no, it was just one of those like ambiguous endings where you know use your own kind of yeah, and it was just imagination as far as what came about. It was mostly scary because of the found footage camera work, where it's one of those where it's dark and you got a flashlight and you look to the left, you look to the right, nothing's there. Look to the left. Look to the right. Nothing's there. Look to the left. Look to the right. And then, ah, there's a face no. there. Ah, I remember this movie being way different when I first watched it. I remember, I don't know, it probably wasn't different, but I remember him forcing them to, like, eat each other's body parts, or, like, cutting a piece of skin off. And, like, you have to eat me and I have to eat you. The hell movie were you watching? I don't know. That's why I thought you would like this because I thought it was going to be like way darker, but it wasn't. Other than when they watched the watched the film of Boris and his colleague. Oh, the flashback one, yeah. Yeah, like I thought he made them, he forced them to eat each other to try to survive to get out. Well, I mean, he kind of did with Boris. I mean, that's kind of how Bur- Boris got out, but... I know that's how Boris got out, but I thought he was... From my memory, I thought he made, like, Jenny Tate's belly button or something. That'd be random. Yeah, it'd be fucking hardcore. I think that would be much better if they did it that way, but it's pretty low budget. Yeah. No, it is. It is. I mean, that was Ghoul 2015. Um, you want to get into ratings or you got anything else? No, that's it. I, so typically after I watch a movie, I'll either rate it right away or else I'll sleep on it and rate it. This is one of those movies that I'm looking at my, my notes right now and I don't have a rating for it. I mean, I know what I'm going to rate it, but it was one of those where I was like, man, I don't know exactly which direction I want to go. I will say that as far as an uh, as as far as a found footage movie goes, this one is above average. I think it's pretty good actually, as far as found footage goes. It was effective. It it worked. Uh, I I like the swerves they put in. It really you know for me I obviously you guys know I don't watch trailers. I don't read anything into it. So I really had no idea which direction this was going. I didn't know if it was, like I said before, if it was going to be a siege narrative or haunting ghosts, demonic possession or whatever. So it did a really good job as far as, as, as keeping you guessing. Uh, it was slow. It was a slow burn, but ultimately overall, I'm going to come in at a six out of 10 for ghoul 2015. Where are you at? Mr. Drunk Darius. I'm the same. I'll give it six out of ten. I think they did good with the camera work and uh, the boots specifically. Yeah. But yeah, six out of ten. Like they did real good with the uh, kind of jump scary, but even when like you don't know, there might be a jump scare. There might not be a jump scare. Like they built the, they built the tension real good. Yeah. Uh, man, I really thought they had a more fucked up part there at the end. There's your imagination going to work on you. I guess. Like, I, I really remember them, or the demon making them eat each other. Which I think that would have been so good. You're probably just all stuck on Event Horizon from the last episode. I guess, but like, 
Imagine having to eat a part of me. Could you eat my belly button? To escape a demon? I would have fucking done that in a heartbeat. Tell you what, that's that's if I if there's one of the things in this movie that kind of pissed me off is that they were so in disbelief of everything like man the first time you show me this crazy shit that's unnatural and, and you can't explain it and then they're saying hey you need to eat someone i would have fucking went in there cut her finger off and ate that motherfucker like a chicken wing would you and i would have been out of there fuck yeah i would have man you know i mean i don't believe in that kind of stuff for the most part overall but in a case like that where it's in your face like like you try to run away man, and start bleeding yeah, yeah. Like seriously, come on. I, I someone, man, I fucking fry that bitch up some God. butter, a little garlic, and go to town, man. I wish they would have done that, man. Shit. Well, you won't have a movie then. He, what would he do? He have to fucking hold up his uh, end of the bargain. I, I guess you guys are good to go. Well, no, just like the last two, and just Tate and Jenny when no. they were playing the Ouija board, like they started to eat each other. That would have been fucking. That'd have been creepy as hell. I I swear to God. Speaking of fucked up and creepy and disturbing, wait till you hear my movie for uh, next episode. So, anyways, let's get on to the last part of the show, which is the drunk Darius deep dive. Okay, this is drunk Darius's deep dive into. Alien. Are you a hot, black, Latina guy looking for a place to live? Come on, 2395, Wagner House and Property Chase, 124th and 1st Avenue, Bill's Tarlow, 718-930-9723. You're have to pay in rent, I'll give you a clean piece of the king, and you'll be the boss of the house. Handle us from Wilds and Wilds and King. So if you're a top and you're a black, Latino, or you are a homeless ex-con, come check it out, 718-930-9723. During this podcast, I've got to watch a lot of movies that are considered quote-unquote classics. A lot of them are good. A lot of them aren't, like Jacob's Ladder. Uh, Alien is definitely one of the good ones. And I understand why it is considered a classic. Movies like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, they all are fun and classic in their own right, but just watching back, it really shows their time. Like, you, you can't really take them serious. But with Alien, I feel like it's still scary. If it came out today, it wouldn't be cheesy at all. And you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. The practical effects are amazing. No cheap CGI shit like we get today. Uh, Ripley's a badass. What's her name? I can't even think of it. But all in all, it was a good watch. I would check it out and probably watch this yearly from now on. 9 out of 10. Boob. Awesome, Mr. Drunk Darius. That was pretty sweet. So, last thing we have is what we're doing next week. So, uh, episode 21, we are going to be looking at an older movie from Drunk Darius and a newer movie from Mr. Bostuna. Drunk Darius has a discussion. 
let's just get into it. What do, what do we have for the older movie for episode 21? Eraserhead from 1977. Oh, snap. Is that a horror movie? I've seen it once. I can't remember. I, I know for a fact I've, I've heard of it, but I don't know why you're asking me if it's a horror movie. I've seen it. I don't remember it, but it sounds familiar. So hopefully it is if we're going to be talking about it on a horror movie podcast. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think it's one of those where it's on the line. Sure. Okay. So, you know what? It's okay if that's even fringe horror because I think my pick is going to definitely say, hey, this is a horror movie episode because I am picking a Serbian film. Cool. Have you seen? No. I've heard a lot about it. I heard it's pretty fucked up, but I'm excited, so... Let's get this hype train over with here and and figure out what this is about. So, Drunk Darius, what are we doing for discussion next week? Okay. uh, Five. The five universes of horror movies that you would least likely want to be a part of. So, like... Five... uh, you could do um, Cabin in the Woods universe. You can do... 28 Days Later Universe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to exist in a horror movie, it's the five worst ones. I feel like we just did something that was very similar to this. Probably. Probably something similar, but not (laughs) this exact thing. Okay, so the last five universes that we'd want to be a part of it for a horror movie. Yes. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about with that. So, and lastly, we have the segment you've all been waiting for, the zombie gem of the week. And I promise you, I have a fucking gem next week. So I have been waiting for this. I love this shit. Stay tuned. Also, uh, after this one, we're going to have our first three-person episode. Um, Possibly. Possibly. I will, without giving too much away, we do have three guests lined up here. So, I don't know, man. We, we might be just going wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Three episodes in a row with a special guest. So, stay tuned with that. But we do have three on the books. We just don't know who's coming out. Uh, as you guys probably already know, minor spoiler alert, um, the man in the background, Mr. Brent is going to be one of them. But we do have two, I'd say pretty famous other horror movie podcasters horror out there uh, that have committed to join us. So it's going to be really fun. Get excited because we have some special episodes planned with that. But I think next episode we will be making an announcement of which one we're going to go with first. So stay tuned. A- anything you want to leave us with, uh, Mr. Drunk Darius? You only YOLO once. What he said. Hey, guys, I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom. That was incredible. Is it good for you? (laughs) I've had better.